0: Embattled Congressman Matt Gates. Matt Gates was one of the very few members in the entire Congress who bothered to stand up against permanent Washington on behalf of
1: his constituents. Matt Gates, right now, he's a problem for the Democratic Party, and he can cause a lot of hiccups in passing laws. So we're going to keep running those stories to keep hurting him. If you stand for the flag and kneel in prayer, if you want to build America up and not burn her to the ground, then welcome, my fellow patriots. You are in the right place. This is the movement for you! You ever watch this guy on television?
0: It's like a machine. Matt Gates.
1: I'm a cancelled man in some corners of the internet. Many days I'm a marked man in Congress, a wanted man by the deep state. They aren't really coming for me. They're coming for you. I'm just in the way. The problem for uh, President Biden, and, you know, I listened to that speech to the the AFL-CIO, and I, I, you know, I heard him saying, you know, things are better now than they were at the height of the pandemic. But I think the problem for this White House is people don't want things to be better than they were in 2020. They want them (laughs) to be as good as they were before the pandemic. They don't want to go like, and and that's the problem. Got to say, when CNN nails it, they nail it. That was a left-wing commentator giving Joe Biden the business that people just don't want to be back to pandemic-level misery. They want to live their lives with success and prosperity like they did before the pandemic. The Trump years, she might as well have just said it, the Trump years brought us more joy, brought us an America-first agenda. Joe Biden doesn't get it. He is going around the country right now trying to I guess, ignite some sense of a domestic agenda, but all we have is wokeness. Now, right now, the United States House of Representatives is preparing to vote on a woke finance bill. We're going to talk about woke football in this episode, but first, woke policing. From Washington State, in alarming yet predictable news, the far-left Supreme Court has ruled that race should be considered when determining the legality of a police stop. Justice Mary Yu, who definitely wants you to be sure uh, to know that she is the first Asian, the first Latina, and the first lesbian judge to serve on the Washington Supreme Court, said in her opinion, quote, We formally recognize what has always been true. In interactions with law enforcement, race and ethnicity matter. Therefore, courts must consider the race and ethnicity of the alleged seized person as part of the totality of the circumstances when deciding whether there was a seizure. Now, in this particular case that presented for review, the suspect, Paula Sum, gave police a false name and date of birth, drove off as law enforcement checked for warrants, and then summarily crashed his car into a nearby yard. We're told that Mr. Sum would not have known that after the police determined his car was not stolen, he would be free to leave. So it's time for a refresher on the Fourth Amendment. The right of people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. Notice the amendment says people, not black people, white people, Asian people. It's all people. Rather than codify a separate parallel legal process predicated on one's race, America's legal system should treat everyone equally Last I checked, the Equal Protection Clause already applies to everyone. Now, some attorneys asked the court to adopt a new standard for illegal seizures that included whether or not a, quote, reasonable person observing an arrest is familiar with patterns of policing in America and the risks a person of color takes in walking away from or disregarding police interaction. That was the Washington Supreme Court's principal holding. They agreed with that argument, that it's about race first, that we don't treat people equally. I thought Lady Justice was supposed to be blind to these things, certainly blind to race. I think it's safe to say that any notion of like an activist leftist judge is entirely proven by this decision because it certainly wasn't fact-based. I will, as a member of the Judiciary Committee, always stand up for race neutral laws and the application of our law totally disregarding the color of your skin or where you come from. In America, people deserve to be treated equally. and It's crazy that the Supreme Court of Washington State thinks otherwise. But wokeness is not just in policing, it is also in football. As I promised, Yahoo Sports has reported that Ron Rivera, coach of the Washington Redskins or whatever they're choosing to call themselves these days, he just fined their defensive coordinator, Jack Del Rio, a hundred large, $100,000 fine for comments Del Rio made comparing the January 6th protest to the George Floyd riots in the summer of 2020. Here's what he had to say. Let's get right down to it. What did I ask? A simple question. Why are we not looking into those things if we're going to talk about it why are we not looking into those things? Because it's kind of hard for me to say, I can realistically look at it, I see the images on TV, people's livelihoods are being destroyed, businesses are being burned down, no problem. And then we have a dust-up at the Capitol, well, there's no, nothing burned down, and we're not gonna talk about, we're gonna make that a major deal. I just think it kind of two standards. And if we apply the same standard, And we're going to be reasonable with each other. Let's have a discussion. That's all it was. Let's have a discussion. We're Americans. Let's talk it through. We are back broadcasting live out of my congressional office on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C. And the folks are watching on uh, Instagram. August says the liberal leaders are trying to steal our country and our Constitution. On Rumble, Sir Knight says good afternoon, everyone from Hiram, Georgia. So frankly, on the Del Rio matter, there's no comparison. The George Floyd riots were 10 times worse. Businesses were destroyed. People were murdered. Cities were on fire. There was complete anarchy compared to what happened at the Capitol. What Coach Jack Del Rio said wasn't a distraction. The media and the Washington head coach made it one. Maybe Ron Rivera should be more worried about winning games than what his defensive coordinator is talking about relative to politics. When's the last time the Washington team was even... Successful in the playoffs in the NFC. I can't even think of like the last time. I guess Cousins was a decently good quarterback, but it ain't exactly like they've been crushing it in the capital city in football. Coach Del Rio's comments were perfectly respectful, and he was within his rights as an American to speak his mind. You don't surrender the Constitution because you go work for the NFL, especially when they're choosing wokeness. What he said was hardly offensive to anyone, but because he committed wrong, think. He's $100,000 lighter in his bank account and at risk of losing his job. The president of the NAACP literally called for Jack Del Rio to be fired over this. It's complete insanity. Where is the NAACP and the NFL when their athletes are beating women? We haven't forgotten about these incidents. This is now Aaron Hernandez's new reality, the medium security facility here behind me, where he woke up in a jail cell this morning charged with murder. Your Honor, the defendant is charged with the murder of Odin Lloyd. The 23-year-old former New England Patriot tight end stood handcuffed in a t-shirt as prosecutors laid out the case against him. Six charges in all, including the murder of his associate and semi-pro football player Odin Lloyd.
0: Police in Oakland, Florida now issuing a warrant for Zachary Stacy's arrest. Again, we have to warn you, the video is extremely disturbing. Here it is. Stacey is seen punching his ex-girlfriend, Kristen Evans, twice in the head before picking her up and throwing her into the TV, causing that to fall over. 30-year-old Stacy played in the NFL with the New York Jets and the St. Louis Rams. Evans filed for a restraining order against him, claiming he's been abusing her since she became pregnant with his baby last year. TMZ Sports obtained the video that reveals everything that happened between Ray Rice and then fiance Janae Palmer at an Atlantic City Casino back in February.
1: So what happened is the two of them were clearly arguing outside the elevator. They walk inside the elevator and
0: immediately Rice slaps her. She moves towards him and he hits her hard,
1: knocking her into the side of the elevator. She cracks her head on the handrail goes out cold, she's on the floor.
0: NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell did suspend Rice for two games. The punishment
1: was preposterously low,
0: which the NFL has come out
1: and admitted that it was, it was way too low. So maybe an organization that continues to produce alums of that organization that are serial killers and wife beaters and people who would harm pregnant women should be focused on things other than the political free expression of a defensive coordinator on the Washington team. The left and their cronies are just sending the message that if you speak up, if you question the narrative, that they will ruin you. But we know most Americans feel the exact same way as Jack Del Rio. Matter of fact, some on our live stream are saying he should sue the NFL. That's David on Facebook. And you see, that's what scares them free thought, freedom of expression. They lash out, grasping to control over the discourse because their power structure has never been weaker. We are getting to them. We are winning. So don't be intimidated and keep up the good fight. We're here broadcasting live. Make sure you subscribe. Got notifications turned on. And I am joined for this discussion with the acting legislative director of our office, Mike Robertson. Mike, there's a vote just about to happen right now on the floor of the Congress regarding woke finance. We go from woke NFL, woke policing, woke finance. You are very much an expert on how the American economy works. So share with our viewers and listeners what the Democrats think will solve inflation in Congress today.
0: Well, first of all, Matt, we need to think about where are the Democrats' priorities and where are the Federal Reserve's priorities? Right now, the American people are experiencing 8.6 percent year-over-year inflation, And as we have this massive inflation of the largest in 40 years, Congress is set to experience consideration of $1.6 trillion in appropriation spending in FY23. And so while we have some serious... Questions to have answered on what's this quantitative easing, artificial low interest rates from the Federal Reserve, uh, having a balance sheet of $2.7 trillion in mortgage-backed securities and just printing money, punishing people who are trying to hold on to their cash and rewarding commercial banks who want to lend money to each other. We would hope that our leaders in Congress on the Financial Services Committee would demand questions and reporting from the Federal Reserve. But instead, we have a social justice, woke equity bill that claims that they want to change, they want to amend the Federal Reserve Act of 1913 and have a monetary policy aimed at using money mechanics to manipulate and construe an outcome based on race, based on equity,
1: which is not good. So, for- so how would Democrats use this bill to make race a factor in the U.S. economy?
0: Well, aside from manipulating our our largest institution and dealing with money and what our, our money is worth, they also include some poison pills. They want a government map of displaying only minority banks for people to access. They want to force mortgage institutions to make every every document they have in in eight languages a minimum of eight languages because spanish and english aren't fair enough for everybody they want to have diversity and inclusion rankings for banks wait wait, wait
1: wait how does a bank even get a diversity and inclusion <laughs> ranking
0: this would come from the government regulating banks whether they you know get a, a plus sign or or minus sign so this sign. is
1: very important i have shared with viewers for quite some time that I believe that the next iteration of cancel culture comes through the U.S. financial system, where everything you buy, the cost of everything, is going to be based on whether or not you're woke enough. And that starts at at your banks, at community banks, at big banks. And what you're saying to us, Mike Robertson, is that this legislation would actually gaslight a regulatory system that made the U.S. economy a race-first
0: institution. 100% Matt, and they just are staying ignorant, not caring, not acknowledging that inflation is a regressive tax. Totally. This hurts middle America the most, those that are the least well-off, and if you want to talk about equity and what's good for this country, it's looking out for everybody on an equal standard and equal basis, and not ignoring the problem we have at hand, and so that's what we're talking about. But, it,
1: it, and it's a, it's a dual penalty really, this legislation, because in one hand, like you say, they're ignoring this very serious problem that you outlined about inflation and how it hurts people and that we need to, to stop doing things that harm American families that are out there working. So, so it's that they're not doing that. And then what they're doing instead is incredibly damaging to a free functioning economy where people's ideas and commerce define their success rather than their race and whether or not they get the right diversity and inclusion score. Absolutely, and this is—is is this the worst bill that we voted on? This, <laughs> th- this, uh, well, certainly maybe in like 2022, this month, There's yeah.
0: certainly the two trillion dollars from the Biden administration Fact. that is an input in the inflation we have. So it's, <laughs> it's as if they've caused the problem at the beginning of the Biden presidency and are failing to acknowledge it. Elections are coming up, and they just want some red meat or maybe some blue meat for their base. Because I they would don't never care. eat blue meat. I wouldn't either. Strongly, and,
1: yeah. strongly advise again: if your meat is blue, do not eat it. Right. Um, So so as we go forward, if Republicans take control of the Congress, I think it's going to be very important for us to actually win some battles to stop this crushing inflation. I think the answer to that is standing up against the spending, you know, spending deficit spending. That is always the hallmark of the bipartisanship that the uniparty always wants to pitch to the American people. But I think that we can't surrender like the integrity of the U.S. dollar to get some conservative policy we want. And this office will be a bulwark against this deficit spending that is crushing our economy and leading to more inflation.
0: That's absolutely right, Matt. I've never heard of any any co-workers, any staff in the halls of Congress tell me they've gotten a lobbyist reaching out to them wanting to cut deficit spending or Mm -hmm. wanting to stop spending in America. And it's time that our leaders in Congress, times time that Congressman Matt Gaetz stands up, for the American people and people join him in this office and actually trying to have a functioning priority list of how we're going to get the U.S. dollar and its strength and essentially everybody's wealth, everybody's purchasing power back to where it should be and not focusing on sideshows in Congress.
1: Well, Mike has highlighted something very important. There is not a strong lobby in Washington, D.C. to reduce spending. All these lobbyists here that make gazillions of dollars, that run around in their $1,000 suits and their $500 pair of shoes, they're here to spend more of your money. And the problem is there are real victims of that, the American families who see the price of gas going up, the price of food going up, and we will continue to fight for you. we got to get down to the floor to cast this vote against this terrible bill, probably the worst bill that has been brought to the floor in 2022. And Mike, who's the sponsor of this terrible legislation? Maxine Waters. Maxine freaking Waters. Of course it's yeah. Maxine Waters. She shouldn't even be in Congress. She should have been censured in Congress for encouraging violence. Well, we're going to go down there, oppose Maxine Waters, oppose this bill, stand up for responsible economic policy. Thanks so much for joining us for this uh, this very short episode, but we wanted to get those important updates to you. Roll the credits.